0: we are now live on youtube we're live on youtube and we are live on facebook so welcome to wednesday night i've been hanging out with a few people on youtube for a few minutes just getting that tech set up and i hope it's been a good day for you so uh, be sure to uh, leave us some comments ask some questions hey sari stop messing with the lighting my lighting is very sophisticated it's behind (laughs) me it's two lamps without shades. so uh anyhow I would love to hear how your day went. So, drop me a comment or leave me a uh, chat me up over here on YouTube. What's one fun thing that you did today? I want to see it. We went out to the bay today. I was telling friends on YouTube a few minutes ago. Went out to the bay. Sunday, stepped on a nail, went a couple inches into my foot. Maybe. I don't know how far it went, but it hurt. Uh, And decided to get on antibiotics and all that. Went back today, and the kids paddled around in the bay. So, uh, that was fun. What did you do today that was fun? We're going to let a couple more friends join. Talk to me. One fun thing you did today. I'm not going any further until we get this out of the way. Listen, if you're going to be here, you've got to be here. Get over here. Alicia Greenlaw, what's up? This is the highlight of your day. Man, there you are. There's Siri. i watching from this side. My mom got so inspired by my talk the other day about uh, tending your own garden. She went and heard her back in her garden. Uh, So let's see. Becky, Breda's birthday today. Motorcycle ride, that's solid. Rode your bike. That's cool. Hey, you guys, if you know Quinn Shearer, she turns 87 today. That's awesome. So we love Quinn Shearer. Charlie got Starbucks. I got Starbucks in my cup right here. Y'all didn't see it earlier, but uh, somebody asked me on YouTube, they said, what are you drinking? And I actually showed them from my cup and uh tipped it a little too far and it went on my macbook air but it's okay so we're good hey we're gonna jump in here tonight you're gonna hang with me well i don't know if my live stream is working your live stream is gonna start at seven so the youth are gonna go as uh, a zoom for the youth at seven yeah all right i'm gonna jump in here so uh welcome glad you're here the rules are this the rules are We've never done this before. So there are no rules, uh, but we would love for you to comment. Go ahead and share, hit the share button and um, and that'll get word out to your friends. So seeing a lot of people joining here today and um, just grateful, grateful to get to be with y'all and to spend, uh, spend a few minutes. All right, so uh, let's jump in today. I was on the beach, uh, it might have been on Friday, and I was thinking about what is it that, uh, what is it that we're going to do and study on Wednesday night? because I love our studies on Wednesday nights. And um, should we do a certain book of the Bible? Should we do a topic? And as I was standing, looking out over, uh, over the Gulf at uh, sunset, this thought came to my mind, this is what the Psalms are for. The Psalms are uh, language when we don't have language. The Psalms are prayers when we don't have words to pray. The Psalms calm our hearts when we're just all over the map internally. The Psalms center our thoughts whenever uh, we are scattered in our minds. And so I thought, you know what? Um, The Psalms would be a great place for us to spend however long this takes. And so the Psalms are us talking to God and God talking to us in most authentic tones the psalmists they shake their fists at the heavens and they fold their hands in prayer they lift their eyes up to the hills and then in the next moment they seem to be sinking in the depths of despair and so the psalms are exactly what we need right now because they're the prayers that we need to pray and they were prayers that were set to music so i um I think this is why we have the Psalms. So let's read, uh, find Psalm 42, if you will, and, uh, and let's take a look at that for just a moment. Hey, Sarah, can you shut that door, baby girl? Yeah. Thank you. We've got real life happening here, y'all. Psalm 42. Oh, sweet, I see some happy birthdays to Becky. We love Becky. All right, Psalm 42. And I want you to to listen for what, um, what speaks to you in this. As a deer pants for flowing streams, so my soul pants for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my food day and night, while they say to me continually, Why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning because of the oppression of my enemy? As with a deadly wound in my bones, my adversaries taunt me, while they say to me continually, Where is your God? Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise you. Leave me a comment here real quick and tell me, what's one thing you've missed? This is absolutely relevant to Psalm 42. What's one thing you've missed? A food, place, restaurant, activity, a person? What's one thing you've missed? Sari said that she misses Chapala. My wife, Elizabeth, says that as soon as this thing is back to normal, we're going to go to the Bay restaurant, sit out outside, and have a meal together. What's one thing you've missed? What's one thing, one person you've missed? What's one activity, one thing you used to get to do? Leave me a comment here. Being in fellowship, Charles Mays says. Yeah, man, I miss that. I miss that. Joshua Martin asks if there's childcare for this service. Absolutely. The beach, yeah. Being able to see my grandparents, yeah. Church, yeah. My students, yeah. Another one for the beach, yeah. My kids in my classroom. It's funny, the same kids that not necessarily drive you nuts, but drive teachers nuts are the same ones they miss. The congregation on Sunday morning. Sarah, who is in basic training right now, everybody could just lift up a prayer for Sarah. Walking at the lake with your daughter, kids in school, your mom, hugging your friends, You miss work, your family, your dog, going to the movies. Camille's Sushi, haven't been there, have to go. Coming to church, hugging my friends, seeing great friends, seeing friends and patients in person. Going to the library, oh my gosh. Alicia, I was seeing some of the books that you posted on Instagram the other day, and uh, quite cool, I love the library uh, church, going to church, your students, the beach, your small group girls, yeah, yeah, yeah. The psalmist says, as the deer pants for flowing streams, so my soul pants for you, O God. God is like water to him. You can't live without water. The living God is necessary for a thriving soul. So how good will it be when you get to go to the place that you miss? Your soul longs for God even more than this. Inside of you, beneath, ben, just beneath your awareness, is a deep reality that's too deep for words. It's hard to even name, it's hard to even describe. The, the truest, truest part of you that place where you long for God. You, you long for God. You thirst for God. You long and thirst for God even more than you know you long and thirst for God. And you think, I don't, I don't feel thirsty for God. I'm just worried right now. You thirst for God up underneath all of that. And I would just encourage you, if you feel like you aren't thirsty, ask God to make you thirsty. Ask God to make you hungry. As the deer pants for the water brook, so my soul thirsts and longs for you, O God. Let's look at verse 2, the second part. When shall I come and appear before God? You know, the, uh, the, some of the scholars say that the psalmist was in exile, most likely. That meant that the psalmist had been taken, taken far away from, from the temple, from his home, from all of his memories, all of the places where he used to go in love, all of the spots to where he could go and catch a break and put his feet up. But more than anything, he seems to miss the temple. He seems to miss being able to go to the house of the Lord. When shall I come and appear before God? When do I get back to the place where I meet with God? Now we all know that God is wherever you are. But there's something special about being in the house of the lord so many of you said i i just miss being able to go to church the psalmist has language for that and it sounds something like this as the deer pants for water so my soul pants for you the living god when shall i come and appear before god the psalmist knows what it's like and we're not in exile we are in quarantine but we're not in exile In some sense, it is a bit of an exile, not like he would have experienced. But anytime you're removed from your everyday normal life, it's hard. And the psalmist gives us language in this moment, and it gets even better. But before it gets better, listen to this. He says, my tears have been my food day and night, while they say continually to me, where is your God? Where is your God? Have you seen the people who say God caused this? Tell that to the daughter of the elderly woman who passed away. Tell that to the parent of the young person who passed away. You can't make that claim. You could. But whatever you think about all of that, think about this. God weeps with those who weep, and God rejoices with those who rejoice. Otherwise, God could not ask us to do that. so god is wherever you are and if you feel like your tears have been your food night and day you're in good company because the psalmist whose soul longs for god has given language to that we've been here before verse 4 these things i remember as i pour out My soul how I would go with the throng and lead them in procession to the house of God with glad shouts and songs of praise a multitude keeping festival How rich is this imagery how joyful is This memory right here. The power of spiritual memory is really intense You see what I've learned about myself is I can recall a difficult memory And as I'm recalling that difficult memory, the emotions of the difficult memory will come up to the surface, just the same as I was there some time ago. There's power in recalling a memory. And in the same way that you can ruminate on regrets, on hard things that you've been through before. In the same way that you can conjure up the emotions and the heartache and the pain of everything that you've lost and everything that you've been through and things that have happened to you, you can also conjure up the emotions from a memory of when you used to go into the house of God with the multitude of people keeping the festival. So in the same way you can conjure up emotions from hard memories, you can do the same for joyful memories. So if you find yourself going through a hard spot, I want to encourage you to think to a time where you really felt alive and joyful. And maybe that's now. Some people are like, this is my best life. I'm alone. I'm in isolation. I don't have anything to do. It's great. And other people are just going through it. So wherever you find yourself and whatever you're going through, I want to encourage you. You can draw upon those positive memories in the same way you can draw upon the negative. That's what he's doing, these things I remember. These things I remember as I pour out my soul. This is what I remember as I'm pouring out my soul to God. And what is he pouring out? God, I miss you, I long for you, where are you? This is what he remembers, how I would go with all the people to the house of God and sing songs of praise with that great multitude. So I wanna, I wanna ask you a question for just a moment. What's one thing you miss about your church? Or what's one memory that you have of your church that just gives you life, that that you can draw upon, even though we can't be together physically for the time being? What's one memory that you have of your church that you're like, man, that just gave me joy. I remember when we did that. Or what's one thing that you, you just really missed because it's just such a great memory? Leave me some comments here. Let's see. Somebody says, I... I really took handshakes and hugs for granted. Uh, I'm starting to miss handshakes. I'm almost there. Uh, some of my, some, of, some friends of mine will greet their way to the bathroom during greeting time and go wash their hands and then come back out. Uh, worship, Jamie Bailey says, as an extrovert, this is my nightmare. <laughs> Holding those babies, says Brandy. Oh, let's see. Let me pull up over here. I've got two screens going. I'm trying to pull it all up. Brandon, if you're out there and you see some comments on YouTube, throw them into Facebook for me, and I'll I'll see those as well. I can't see both of them. Being embraced in all my faults and failures the first time I came from my pastors. Oh, my God. Wow. Preschool kids love those babies Small groups, dude. I miss small groups worship. I always love worship. I hear you Renee Seeing people I only get to see on Sundays Seeing my family in Christ. I miss mr. Tim making me laugh like crazy during small group Watching the elementary kids worship with no reservations Are you creeping again, man? It just gets so weird. Let's see. Our small group went to Turkey Creek and had a blast. Worship, worship, Wednesday night small group in worship. Gathering with friends. Feeling truly missed when I've been able to attend. Makes me feel like a family. The Loud Arena Like Awesome Band. Shout out to Charlie Perkins and the band. If you can't feel it, it's not loud enough, my friends. That's all I'm saying. We love it. We miss our small group. Yeah. Praise time. I miss watching those little babies. Hello, Stephen Candy. Well, I miss it too. I miss it too. So as we're apart uh, for a little bit of time, I want to encourage you just uh, draw on those memories because they matter and they'll get you through. Verse five, why are you cast down? O my soul. And why are you in turmoil within me? what a weird verse is that weird to you sari why are you cast down oh my soul and why are you in turmoil within? it it's like the psalmist is talking to his soul wherever the soul is why why are you cast down oh my soul and why are you in turmoil within me you know sometimes you just have to say to yourself self you're gonna have to get up now self it's gonna be okay self why are you cast down? Self, why why do you feel so much in despair right now? You see, it's not like you are what you feel. Your feelings are very real, but you can also get a little, you can Google earth out from your feelings a little bit and look at the whole thing and go, soul, why are you in turmoil within me? Why are you cast down? You can talk to your own soul. You're not praying to your soul. You're talking to it. You're saying, soul, I see that you're cast down. Why are you in turmoil within me? I was talking about this on Monday. Um, sometimes, more than others, I'll experience some anxiety. And a certain level of anxiety is healthy, a certain level of fear is healthy, but sometimes it's more than what I want. And so one of the things I've learned to do is to look at myself and say, uh, uh, hey, self, and I usually get this parental tone, like I'm talking to uh, like a five-year-old boy, the five-year-old version of me, I say, self, Uh, Tommy, I can tell you're anxious right now. I can tell you're anxious about situation A. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. We're going to get through this. And sometimes I know it sounds weird. And some of you are like, what in the world is this guy even talking about? But for the majority of us, (laughs) you know what I'm talking about. And sometimes you just have to encourage your own soul. Sometimes you just have to say, put your hope in God. Redirect your soul from despair to hope. It says, hope in God, for I shall again praise him. Hope in God, for I shall again praise him. Verse 6, my soul is cast down within me, therefore, what? Therefore, I remember you. My soul is cast down within me, therefore, I remember you. When your soul is downcast, remember God's faithfulness and nearness in previous times. Remember that time when God came through for you. Remember that time where God rescued you. Remember that time where God did something unexpected. You're like, I, I can't remember. Well, think about yesterday, okay? Because yesterday is a, a day that God got you through. That's enough of a miracle. God is right here in this very moment. In fact, if God were to stop loving you and me in this very moment, we would who we, would we even would we even exist without God's love? God's love is so near to you right now. So near to you, so present to your soul. I think that sometimes we just get so caught up here that sometimes we just have to say, "Listen, soul, God is near." God is near. My soul is cast down within me, therefore I remember you. Verse 9, I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why have you forgotten me? I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Have you ever felt alone, abandoned, neglected? Have you ever felt like, where is God? Where are you? You see, I think God would rather have... uh, like half a sentence of honesty, even if you're angry, then God would rather have an hour of poetic lines that you're just reciting because you think it's religious and spiritual and it makes God happy. It's okay driving down the road to let out a shout to God. And I'm talking about a shout like, where are you? Why is my job going through this? Why is my family going through that? God, where are you? The Psalms give not just language, but permission to be honest with God from the depths of who you are. The Psalms not only give language, they give permission because these are prayers that the community of faith would have prayed. God, where are you? Have you forgotten me? Have you forgotten me? It's better to be honest than to be pretty with God. Because God doesn't need you're pretty. <laughs> God doesn't need you're pretty. Just be honest. Just be honest. And then verse 11. Why are you cast down, O oh my soul? It keeps coming up, doesn't it? It keeps coming up. Why are you cast down, O oh my soul? And then it changes. It shifts a little bit. Why are you cast down, O oh my soul, and why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my God and my salvation. Why are you cast down, O oh my soul, and why are you in turmoil within me? And here's, here's the shift. Here's the Jedi move. Here's, <laughs> almost said like the Yoda move. Are you allowed to say that? Here, here's like the Yoda move, okay? The, the move is speak to your soul and acknowledge what it's going through. Why are you so downcast? Acknowledge the pain. I can tell you're anxious. Acknowledge the fear. I can I know you're fearful. Name the fear. Name the pain. Name the anxiety. Name whatever it is. I can tell this is what's going on. Name it. Name it. Confess it. Name it. You're not claiming it. I know everybody gets uptight. I'm not gonna claim that I'm in despair. You're in despair. It's okay. Be honest. Bear to be honest than in denial. You're not gonna get better if you're in denial. You're in despair, you're in despair. You're in despair. The psalms say, I can't figure out where you are if you've forgotten me. They were like, I'm not in despair, I have faith. You can have both. In this this very passage right here, you have hope and despair. If you don't sometimes have moments of hope and despair, you're just not paying attention. You're not walking with God very long if you haven't had times of hope and despair. That's what the Psalms do. The Psalms give language for moments of hope and despair. They're prayers that you pray amidst hope and despair. So why are you so cast down? Hope in God, that's the move. That's the pivot. That's the shift. Why are you so cast down? Acknowledge it. And then pivot. Hope in God. Put your hope in God. For I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. There's a part in here where he says, I shall again praise him. I love the fact that in the middle of feeling forgotten and abandoned and left alone and perhaps in exile, the psalmist says to himself, I shall again praise him, I shall again praise him. There's going to come a day. I shall again praise him, I shall again praise him. Until you are able to go joyfully into the house of God again, although the house of God in some sense is wherever you are, I get it, but when the church comes together in that place, in that time, there's something special about that. Until you're able to go into the house of God again, draw upon those memories, those God moments, those things that are indelibly inked upon your imagination, those soul tattoos where the Holy Spirit showed up and impressed upon you in such a powerful way. Draw upon those and look forward to the day until we will be together again. And in all of this, wherever you are, church, Christ is with you. Christ is with you. As my soul longs, as the deer pants for the water, so my soul longs for you, oh God. Where are you? Put your hope in him. Just because you have moments of despair doesn't mean you don't have faith. And just because right now you feel full of faith, just wait. And even if you find yourself wondering where God is, know that he's near to you, know that he's with you. I know it's okay to miss being together with the church, because I sure do. So I want to take these last couple of moments here and, and just say, uh, what spoke to you out of this tonight? What spoke to you out of this tonight? I see, I see Jamie Bailey says, draw on those God moments. You have to. That's why it's important to keep a journal, because you can go back and read it, Right. This, too, will be a time we look back on and see how much God was in all of it. I see that, Sheena. Caleb says, great point about them being about hope and despair. I can't help but thinking that psalmist is talking himself through the hard times by pointing God out to himself. Slow clap. Slow clap for you. Because you got the whole thing. I see you, Calvin Stewart. Hey, brother. Yeah. What spoke to you tonight? I want to get a few more here before we hop off. I want to hear from you, friends. It's one thing that you'll take with you from tonight. We're going to go live uh, 9 in the morning, Monday through Friday on Facebook. And then we're going to be back here on Wednesday night of next week. I'll hit you guys up and let you know what psalm we're going to do next week. We're going to encourage you to keep reading this psalm and keep finding yourself in it. Point God out to yourself. Out of despair comes hope. Jamie says, I have to set a reminder to journal. You know, (laughs) these are hard times, but these are the times you wanna write down because 50 years from now, 30 years from now, 20 years from now, 10 years from now, you or somebody else is gonna be reading this and your thoughts are gonna be really important. We'll look back on this as, as a moment in history at some point in time, we'll look back on this. And what God was speaking to you now in this moment of crushing, in this moment of stretching, in this moment maybe even of joy for you. It's, it's, it's a time of heightened awareness, so make sure that you're paying attention and make sure that you're writing it down. Walking through this with faith and not fear, Chris Ray says, Beth McWatters, just because we have moments of despair doesn't mean we don't have faith. Yeah, yeah, they're the same. They're, <laughs> if, if you don't ever have moments of despair, then you never probably really cry out to God in faith because your need isn't that great right so it's uh you can cry out to god anytime but those moments of despair where you're like i don't know yeah that's where uh that's where god shows up the psalms are full of it full Uh, they they're um what would you call it they're polyphonic there's a word poly means many and phonics just talking about so talking about talking talking about words talking about sounds right so the psalms speak with 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 many voices in the same text. So they give you all of it, why? Because we have all of it. Hope, despair, joy, anger, frustration, doubt. That's why I love the Psalms, that's why we need them. Let's see, I love that we can be honest how we feel and really love your praise of encouraging your own soul. Good, that was helpful to me. I learned that from John Ortberg in a book. What a great reminder that God has brought us through times before he can do it again. Started journaling recently, awesome. Is quarantine over yet? You tell me accepting my fears and still walking through faith despite them yeah that's good you know faith is not the absence of fear it's being afraid and naming god in the midst of it and keeping on walking we can be honest with god even if it's ugly i think god prefers ugly uh let's see god's got this yep i've been both in despair and hope many times i've asked god many times where's god at yep that it's me who has forgotten God at times, and I need to remember him. (laughs) Yeah, God doesn't forget us. That's the good news. But it's okay to wonder, have you forgotten me? And then he goes, man, put your hope in God, son. Looking over the Psalm, verse 4, I'm so thankful for a God I can pour out my soul, to. I love the fact, Alicia, check this out. In the first one, it's like, As a deer pants for flowing streams, he's like, I just want to get to the streams. I just want to get to the water, right? And then he says, the water of my own life has had to become my food. My tears have become my food. I'm eating. I'm eating. the, The only fluid I've got is the fluid that's coming out of my own eyeballs. It's kind of a weird metaphor, but anyhow, it's just my brain. The solitude of the rider created a closer bond with his Savior. Yeah, imagine being exiled and having to live through that. Definitely need to keep up with the journal. I used to journal, but put it on the side. Listen, don't make journaling complicated. Don't make journaling it, Journal three lines and that's it. Limit yourself to three lines and be like, here's what's on my heart. Here's where I'm afraid. Here's what God's saying to me. Uh, let's see, God is stronger than everything, including our despair and struggles. I'm reminded of all my memorial stones when I read all my past journal entries. Your, your journals are like altar moments. Like when Israel would come through something, they would take stones and they would build an altar. And the reason they would build the altar is so that when their children would look at it, they would go, what are these stones for? And they would say, oh, that's when God did that. Journaling is like creating an altar for yourself that you'll remember and worship God at when you need him in the future. That's why, it's, that's why journaling is important. I have, a, I have literally a box full of journals. And I, I don't, I'm not even good at journaling. What does it mean to be good at journaling? It's just being honest. So just maybe get yourself a new journal. Inspire yourself. You, don't have, you can't get a journal right now? Take, a, take some pieces of paper, staple them together, write my journal on the top of it. All right, let's see. Thank you so much for encouraging us. It's important. Yep, uh, I read the news and wonder if I'm too hopeful at times. I remember that God is probably helping keep my hope up. I have, uh, I hate to even say this, but I, in a strange way, it's God's grace. Um, I have felt better these past few days than I've felt in a long time. And I don't know why, aside from God's grace. So who knows how long it's last. All I'm saying is just like you have to ride the wave of the downtime. You got to ride the wave of the uptime and realize you're not the wave. You didn't create the wave. You're just riding it. Okay. So we're just going to be grateful. Uh, Let's see. I tried a journal, but my wife feels like she needs to look at it. Brandon, Holly, what the world? You guys need therapy. I can't help you with that. No, they're fine. I love those guys. Uh, Let's see here. We're going to land the plane here pretty quick. Hebrews 13, 5. God said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Charlie Perkins. Check this out. He's giving you a pro tip right here because you're already addicted to your phone. Right? We're all on our phones. Charlie Perkins says journal, a.k.a. Apple Notes. For real. Don't. There are no rules for real people like I don't journal Uh, yeah I see I I see people all the journaling if you look at it just right is like taking your Facebook post and just writing them down and not sharing them with anybody you know the monks you know what they used to say Uh, it actually was uh, it was one of the desert fathers a long time ago it was one of the I forget the guy's name at any rate he said uh, I try not to say all the revelation I try not to talk about all the revelation. The reason is, is my inner life is like a steam bath. And the more often that I open up the door, the more that the steam gets out. So I just keep the door on the steam bath shut. And that way the heat of the internal fire, the Holy Spirit just continues to burn and burn and burn. So maybe you might find if you didn't take and tweet every thought or Facebook post every thought, and instead you journal every thought, you would journal a lot more than what you thought you do. And so it's just a thought. And maybe Facebook is a sort of journal too. I don't know. I got a brand new journal. I'm so excited. Journals are life to me. Yes, I like that. Haha, I remember you mentioned this earlier. I did. AKA Samsung Notes. Thank you for all the messages. I love them. I love you. Let's see. I'm going to do this after, but how will I get likes? All right. I think we've gone as far as we're going to go for tonight. Uh, I guess that's about it. So I will see you all tomorrow morning, Facebook Live, 9 a.m., and then I'll see you on Wednesday night at uh, six thirty 6 30 of next week i'll put it out somehow and let you know where we're going from here until then um i love you guys if you if you need prayer listen go to our website and scroll down uh genu slow scroll down you'll see prayer request and then um just reach out to us because we want to know what you're going through what's going on uh we love you church god bless you And thanks for doing this. This has been fun. I hope it's been good for you. And if you want to suggest a psalm, feel free leave it in the comments. Everybody's like, hey, here's a psalm that I want to do next week. I've got a couple that are rolling around, but why don't you suggest a psalm down in the bottom here? And uh, even after this live video ends, we can go back and look at it and see what you're suggesting. So I think that's it. All right. Bye. Heart emojis to you all.